Then Hip Hop, another album review we got coming. But before we get started with the album review, definitely go check out Then Hip Hop's Instagram. You guys always want to know what we're going to review. We'll post it on there. So follow Then Hip Hop on Instagram. Follow me personally on Instagram, FIFO247. Follow Ken at KBNs. Follow BZ, BZ430. Follow Mike, Mike Seatown. And hashtag Modest Media to Instagram. We need to get the brother on there now. Check out Mike Seatown's YouTube channel. Got a lot of dope shit over there. He covers a whole bunch of stuff that we don't cover on this channel. Also, check out BZ.Beats. He does uh, reviews on beat tapes. So, going into the review, we got Cunning Linguist Strange Journey Volume 3. This is actually my first introduction to Cunning Linguist. I still haven't checked out Neurology myself. Yeah, I know. I, I'm looking like it. But here's the thing. At least on this project, when I listened to it, it wasn't necessarily my cup of tea. Like, I, like I didn't, I didn't love it. It didn't like, oh my god, I have to listen to this again. By no way, shape, or form, calling these dudes whack because all of these, this whole project is pretty dope. Like, you have lyricists, you have dope beats. They're airy, spacey. And it's dope. It definitely made it into my rotation. I don't think it was a bad song, but I, I don't know. Like it, it made me feel a little weird. I guess just a little bit drunk, drunk dial. Drunk dial. Yeah, man. When he was talking. Yeah. yeah, when he was talking about sending. Um, when he like, sent him the wrong pick. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I was like, okay, that you know, I don't. I, I've never had that experience. But it just made me feel some type of way. I don't know. It just made me feel some type of way. You feel some type of way when they do sex acts and skits in, in on albums. That just made me feel. Like, I didn't need. To, you, huh? No, not at all. Yeah, not, not no. Not into dip. <laughs> no, never. Yeah, that's that's it. That's, that's the shit. shit. <laughs> I did have some standout joints though. Uh, the morning with blue and um, who the fuck is that song? Yeah, Psalm one. That was dope to me. Uh, Castles, Aesop Rock. That shit was dope to me. Beyond the sun. That was pretty dope to me too. Like there's there's a lot of dope stuff, but nothing really just was like yo. This is like super. Nothing just like it. It's one of them albums that for me, if it comes on in a shuffle or whatever, I'll listen to it. But I don't think I'm really gonna go back to this. Oh, and South California, that was really dope too. That was another one of my favorites. But I'm not in love with it. I'm not in love with it. It's, it's not for me, but I do have to give props where they do. Production is on point. The, all of the features, I don't think that I. I you know, none of the features I, I would have necessarily taken off. It was a very, 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 very good project. It's just not necessarily my type of hip hop that I'm into, so I'm not not in love with it. I'm just kind of am by it. So, you know, it is what it is. I think this was, uh, I remember when they first made the announcement, I thought this was gonna be an interesting album because it was crowdsourced. And uh, what they wanted to do was kind of help the fans pick the features and, um, and really kind of helped them, you know, put it together. So I thought that was going to be an interesting, unique approach to putting out an album. So I was really curious to hear it and hear how it sounds and curious to see who actually makes the cut. When I listen to it, it's, it's definitely within, you know, range of what they've done, man. It's, it's consistent, you know, uh, no again, man, just, you know, again with the production, man, is is um, it's solid, man, and he gives you, like you know those those kind of slow melodic type beats, and then he'll come with something like I can't remember the track, but the one boom, 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 piece together a little bit of kind of what it is that they're they're kind of going for because you know you have the intro 
you know, saying, hey, you're gonna go to Earth, and I want you to go here and, you know, find evidence of this life. And they get here, and, you know, they kind of go around, and they start wilding out, you know, and then you have the, the drunk dial, and that sequence of songs from the drunk dial, the Southern California, the drunk dial, and then, you know, the morning. And then, you know, what is it? Is it Misery 3000? Let me look. Uh, Miley 3000? Miley 3000 come back on. And that shit was funny. <laughs> yeah, it was. I want to pop my pussy for a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny because she come back on and it's like, she's kind of adopted a lot of that. She was like, you know, like, you guys are supposed to be here doing this, but you're doing that. It's like, you know, you know, what's going on? So then it, to me, it's supposed to shift somewhere else. And um, I think that was the part that I couldn't quite put together or piece together because the, the rest of the storyline or however they were going with it but overall man I think it's definitely a solid project by them and you know to add it to the already you know tough tough solid catalog that they have man with you know with the kind of links man uh, Strange Journey 1 and 2 and uh, now 3 one Urology and, and uh, Dirty Acres you know they they have some solid solid dope ass projects out and I think you can just add this uh, to to the discography. Like you, I didn't really have a, a standout track, like a Yellow Lines or something like that. I didn't really have a score, Hard As They Come on One Urology, um, but I didn't really have a standout, standout track on it. Uh, some of the beats stick out a little bit more to me when they come on with some of the singles, some of the singles a little bit more than some of the other tracks because I, I heard them more. But overall, man, it was, it was solid, man. I, I appreciate it. I, I enjoyed it. Because Mike put me up on these dudes actually when we had went and saw, saw their show at him and Homeboy Sandman and I had listened to Winter Roger and I was like, oh, this shit was, shit was a good ass album. So, you know, since then, you know, I was been interested in seeing what they was going to put out next. So I didn't want to go in with super high expectations coming off running around so i'm like okay and it's funny we just had a a, a conversation about features and then like this album's like mm -hmm. every song it, like filled with features so i'm like okay i don't know how i'm gonna feel about this but i'm gonna like it you know it, you know but i'm kind of glad that at least the features you know that was on this album they kind of stayed within the concept of each song like it mm -hmm. wasn't like this dude's going in just Ripping the ripping, just go off ripping it. Cause when I saw the features, I'm like, okay, yeah, you got blue. On that. I think song songs one was like one of my favorite, one of my standout features on there. Uh, Tone deaf Greaves. at the last track, yeah, Greaves. But yeah, I, I was like people. I'm like, eh, drunk die. Even though it's funny, it's a cool song. Yeah. But it was like, eh, I don't know if I want to hear my. No, no that was thing. funny. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> it I, didn't it, bother me. It, it was cool, but I was like, yeah. If yeah. I could do without. Right, just because right. he was talking about the dick thing, know, just because he said I had a mental picture. The concept picture. was funny though. Like as yeah, soon as he said, concept. I was like, oh hell no, I don't. No, the concept of it was no. funny. I mean, the concept, and like I said, they they stayed within the concept <laughs> yeah, of that song, which was cool. They so did. yeah, and um, like you said, yeah, no, on the production, it's crazy how he can vary this production style. So he's so great, and you know, make make the transition throughout the whole album, you know, feel so smooth on here. So I thought it was cool. I didn't really like the. I mean, I know you liked it. I didn't even care for the little Miley Cyrus little thing. I, I thought. Like that? Oh, I thought you said it was. Well, you said I mean, it was funny. funny yeah. But I could have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You didn't think okay. it was funny? Uh, I was like, X that off. <laughs> like, why the hell they put that on there? I didn't. I didn't think it was funny. They can't have a little sense of humor. Yeah, they can. They can. No, they. No, they can be. Detroit. No, they can be funny. It's cool. I just it actually. It just wasn't funny. That's funny. I thought Aside Rocket was another standout feature on here too. I thought this project as a whole was good. Just like you, I didn't have nothing that was like, okay, yeah, this is my favorite track or this is my standout track. Everything on here sounded really solid. Everything was really good. You know, of course, I'm not gonna compare it to Wonderology because like Wonderology is a no, no whole other album. I don't want to go in there thinking I'm gonna get another Wonderology album because, like I said, No was so good reduction. He made it to make it. 
not give you that feel. So, and I like that spaced out melodic type of production on here. And they and they fit Natty and Deacon. They they did it well, man, on this whole project. And the features, everybody did their thing. So I thought this was a solid project. No standout tracks, but I thought overall it was good. It was good. So shout out to Cummings. Y'all tripping, man. This is the this is the best album I've heard all year. Easy. This is the best album I've heard all year. I mean. These, this is the album that makes me repeatedly say that this is one of the most underrated hip hop groups in the game, period. Like, why these guys are not heralded as, I mean, fuck, man. Like, just on production alone, No is a genius. Like, his beats are phenomenal. Every single beat. There was not a beat on here where I was like, eh, that's an alright beat. Every beat, I'm like, Jesus! They're dense, they're layered, they're just, and you're talking about drunk dial. When I listen to that song, if you listen to the beat, like in reference to the context, it, it it's it's almost crazy because the beat is goofy, the track is goofy, the rhyme like like it's just crazy how they max this stuff up. And Deacon and Natty, like okay, so when I first I didn't hear anything about this album until it dropped. Like Adam, oh, so you just hear, dropped. You hear no, I hear shit about it. Mm. Nah, Adam hit me up one morning. Um, it was like. Yo, did you know Cunnilingus dropped an album today? I was like, what? Oh, you didn't know they were working on an album at all? Nah, I mean, I don't get on Twitter like that no more. I mean, unless I'm just responding to my own, my own shit. When I first looked at this, I was like, okay, these features are bananas. Dell, Merz, Greaves, Blue, Master fucking Master Ace. That's the one that threw me oh, yeah, off. I forgot about the four. Uh, yeah. Self-titled and Apathy. And then you got Aesop Rock and, and, and Sadistic. So that was what really interested me about this, this project. And they started off perfect. Dell fucking killed that verse. He sounded so goddamn good. He sounded so good. This is the Dell that, that, that I fell in love with fucking 15 years ago. You know? And, and just from there, it just went up. Like, there was not a single track that I didn't like. Psalm 1's verse was yeah, yeah. monstrous, yeah, monstrous, yeah, yeah. and Blue sounds invigorated again. He does. You know what I mean? He like does. this, he doesn't even sound like he sounded like the last couple of features. Mm -hmm. Like he, he's been sounding not well, lazy, laid back, just kind of too smooth to rap. Not no more. Like on this track, this sounds like before Below the Heavens Blue. Like this sounds like that Hungry Blue. But y'all talking about you don't have any standout tracks. Man, my standout track easily was Castles. Y'all should really listen to that track again and just, I mean, and listen to the lyrics and the way it's laid out. Like, the that it's three of the strongest verses on the whole album. Like, Sadistic's first, y'all keep talking about Aesop Rock. Sadistic's first was crazy. Like, I think, I think, I, I review one of his albums. I think Sadistic does not get the credit he deserves. He's a deep ass rapper. And some of the stuff he says, I think it just sounds surface. So it kind of just like whatever. But like, he says some shit like that. His whole verse, how it was like about, the problems he has with his own life, and then he has a line about um, uh, it's self-inflicted, don't get it twisted, these knives are in my back, Elliot Smith. And I was like, what? That doesn't make any sense. But if you know who Elliot Smith is, he killed himself by stabbing himself in the heart with a fucking knife. But he's like, don't get it twisted, these knives are in my back. Like, Deacon's verse on there was was bananas. Bananas, like, I'm, ha what are you, I'm, having, I'm having spirits in the night, I'm talking to somebody that thinks I saved her life or something like that. Like his birth, all about drugs and how he's doing drugs to, to not 
focus on his life, and then Aesop Rock comes in, relating himself to a computer. Yeah, yeah. But but to an old school computer yeah. that was really difficult to maneuver. Yeah. But then it was difficult to maneuver just to do something really simple. Because he says at the end, like I came and form a complete fucking sentence. Mm -hmm. So he's like, I'm a complex person, but at the same time, can't I can't even shit. do yeah. simple, simple shit. shit. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. when you listen to that track, like all three of their verses are so deep and dense and dope. And my other standout track, easily, that fucking verbal battle between Natty and Tone Deaf? Holy yeah, shit! Yeah. Are you guys serious? Y'all just glossed over that shit. That track, said you said, said it, it, but you didn't, you didn't give enough emphasis. <laughs> okay, my bad, my bad. That track was so dope. Like, Tone Deaf is a beast. And then Natty was just keeping up easy. It was like, okay, at first, I mean, I've always loved Natty as a, as a spitter. But he doesn't really do that double time rhyme that much. So I was like, I wonder how this is gonna turn out. Perfect. Perfect. It was a weird ending to the album. I don't know if that should have been a closer, really. I thought, but, it, was, I thought yeah, it was fine as a closer. I didn't think yeah. it was a good closer just because it just seemed like it was just a verbal spar. And that doesn't seem like that was the main focus of the album. Okay, I think right. that's why I it didn't really it didn't really fit as a closer, but yeah, I loved it. beyond that, that track was crazy. And I like how they do so much deep shit and they have so many deep topics. But then they're real easy to flip up real quick on the apathy and self-titled track and just talk about flexing, just being braggadocious. Man, this this album to me is easily the best rap album I've heard this year. These guys are fucking amazing. So if we did a top five <clears throat> mid-year. Number one. Number one. Hands down, not not even, you're not even considering nothing else. No, nah, because I can't even think of anything else that came out that even blew me away like that. The Isaiah Rashad I thought was great, but right now, nothing is touching this album. Just because I think that these guys are such a perfect match. Nose production is amazing. Deacon is a deep ass lyricist. Natty is a deep ass lyricist. These guys coming together, it's perfect. And all of these features, they all fit. Like nobody sounded whack, nobody. Everybody did their thing perfectly. So yeah, man, a solid album. I mean, I, I respect y'all's opinion, but solid? I just said Noah's, Noah slept on as a producer. His name rarely oh. comes up yeah. when it comes to production, yeah. man. Um, you can, you can take his, you can take the rappers off and still listen to this. Oh yeah, 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 as a beat tape. Yes. The beat tape would be still crazy. Listen to it, man. Yeah, that's so. how early he is, man, as a producer. You talk about one neurology and you not having high expectations. I had high expectations for this. The second album told me, I was like, oh, I gotta go listen to this, because one neurology, I think, was a beautiful album. No, I didn't, yeah, I'm saying, I didn't want to like, I didn't want to like sit, sit, you know how you, you listen to an album that's so good and then you be like, damn, I don't want to be so, have high expectations Shit, and be disappointed or whatever, so. That's you natural. Really? That's uh, natural. When someone puts out an album that's that good. But I guess I, I guess the reason why, because they have so many features on this one, and you know, the and last you're a, one. you have an issue with features. No, no, I don't have an issue. I'm just saying. You I just don't like when there's a lot of them, though, is what you said before. Yeah. You don't yeah, like when yeah, there's yeah. too much. Yeah. But I mean, this one, like I said, it worked, the, the, it yeah, worked, worked because everybody stayed in the concept of the album. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, okay, what are you talking about? Yeah, right. What, what are you talking about? Why, you know, they stayed, yeah. everybody, like everybody did. So. That's which I, which is really interesting because of how they the features were chosen. Right. And right. then they were able to get everybody to, you know, and stay you know, within the And you know, the audience yeah. thing too. Yeah, I the A&R thing, yeah. The audience picked who was going to be on the mm -hmm. album. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah it is. You know, for me coming off on a Raj, you only had, what, Crit and Gibbs Crit on and there. Gibbs on yeah. there. So, it's, it, you know, it was just like, okay, it's, I never listened to anything before that. So, I didn't know if this was normal or like, okay. have they had a lot of projects mm -hmm. with a lot of features before? So, mm -hmm. that's why I was I like, like that's why I was like, hmm. Overall, man, like, th this is a really good project. Um, like I said, it, it, it's, it's in the rotation. Am I gonna like be like, I have to go listen to this? No, not really. Um, but you know, but there are tracks on here I'll, I'll probably go back and revisit. Um, it's definitely not my number one right now. Um, you know, but 
it's cool. I like I like it. It's not whack. It's not whack at all. You know what I'm saying? It definitely bumps in the whip. Um, no, I didn't know the producer's name, but yes, the production on this thing, you could just it's 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 a it's a treat. It's an audible treat. You could just listen to the beats and be fine with it. Um, bump this shit in the whip, man. Go listen to it. Make an informed decision. You know, don't always listen to exactly what we say. We don't have all the damn answers. Well, Mike thinks he does, but I know I don't. But you know, just take what I say, man. And, Make your own damn decision. Bump into the whip, though. I'm glad we reviewed this album because Mike is absolutely right. And Cunnilingus is extremely slept. You know, they are slept on in hip hop. Uh, Noah's slept on as a producer. Whenever they drop an album, I look forward to hearing what Noah does with the beats. I mean, his his the way he he puts together bass lines, man, and and these is it's just amazing to me. It's just and they never really they never sound the same like. It's it, you know it dark and melodic and and everything. So it, he he puts together some some very um, intricate sounding beats that are both soulful and and then like on this one bouncy. Um, so a, a lot of a lot of a lot of credit goes to him for what he's been doing with them and what he's done on this album because he really completes the picture of the project that they're trying to put out. Um, yeah, I mean. You know, I don't love it as much as Mike, but this is definitely a, a, a solid project from Cunnilingus that they put out, man. And and just the the way that they orchestrated this whole thing by, you know, coming up with this idea and saying, I want you guys to be a part of this process. You know, Strange Journey Volume Three. I'm gonna out will crowdsource it with the fans, and I, you know, I want you to help put this together. Who do you guys want to hear us work with? And then for them to to reach out to them, bring them in. And like you said, be to have them all fit within this album and for it to sound as, as solid as, and cohesive as, as it does. So support these guys, man, because they're, they're doing a lot of good things in hip hop. Check out everything that they've done, as, and if you like it, cop it. You know, you listen to Southern Dudes, and they, they have such a different style. Kentucky and about Atlanta. The, yeah, the nope. stu such a different style about them, you know, that you like as an MC. And it's like, and you would never guess that, they were, that they're, you know, from the South, really, just how they sound. It's like, you know, and they lyrical content is so deep. So, you know, shout out to uh Lee, shout out to Mike for putting me up on them for Wonderology uh, in 2011. You know, been a fan of them since. I need, probably need to check out they, and I'm surprised I haven't done it though. I need to check out they, you know, previous back catalog, you know, before Wonderology. But, you know, they, for me in my book, they're a two for two with, you know, a, a, a great, great album, Wonderology, and then with this good, following up with this good feature project on Strange Volume, uh, Strange Rain Volume 3. I loved it, cop it. I enjoyed it. This was my getaway from whenever I didn't listen to Rat King. I was like, hey, go back and listen to Kung Linga. So, you know, cleanse my ears a little bit, you know what I'm saying? So, but either oh, overall, I love this project, man. I'm glad, glad. I hope we can get a chance to interview them or chop it up with them, man. If they watch this, yeah, you know, I like us, man. We like to... Deacon said he do it. You did? Oh, yeah. I'd like to chop it up with them, man, because good group, man. This is a slept-on group. From beats to lyrics, this is, this is easily my favorite hip-hop album. Hip-hop, it's, it's a mixtape, really. I mean, this mixtape is 10 times better than the majority of the albums that I've heard this year. Like, it's just amazing to me how, again, like, these guys are so unbelievably slept on. But... There ain't nothing else for me to say. This album is phenomenal. Um, so you can go listen to it for free on their Bandcamp. Um, and if you like it, you should please support these guys because they're doing they're doing really interesting hip hop. You know, no being a producer, his his lyric, I mean, uh, his beats are just so dense and layered, and they're so different. Like they don't, none of them sound like you have that 
the spacey sound of, of, of Strange Universe. Then you have like a folk rock sample in South California. Like all of the beats sound different, like Ken said, but they're all so incredibly layered. And these guys are fucking spitters, man. They're not just giving you some typical bullshit you're gonna hear from the South. They're, they're giving you giving you real shit. So yes, yes, please go listen to this album if you like hip hop. If you like Wonderology, I'll say it, I don't see how you will not like this album. So yeah, album, album of the year. Deal with it.